Hello, and welcome to the Bees Knees podcast. This is your host, PJ Ewing. Today, we have a conversation with X10 Home Health PTA, Caitlin Gellin. Caitlin's going to take us through what X10 Home Health is all about, what knee surgery recovery is like with the X10, primarily for total knee replacement. X10 Home Health is a home care company. It's available in Southeast Michigan in a number of counties with an expanding geography as time goes by. Let's catch up with my conversation with Caitlin Gellin here on the Bees Knees podcast. Welcome to the Bees Knees, a podcast full of articles, interviews, clinical studies, and advice about knee surgery, physical therapy, and life after knee surgery. Caitlin, hi. Welcome to the Bees Knees podcast. Hi, PJ. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Um, we're going to do a little learning today from you. We're going to learn about home health. We're going to learn about you, what you do, what life is like when working for X10 Home Health and the various things that it's all about and what you do and what we offer and all that kind of stuff. But let's start out with the easy stuff. Tell us about you, your background, who you are. Um, I'm a physical therapist assistant. I graduated with my PTA license in 2015 from Baker College. Um, after I graduated, I started working at Beaumont Hospital on the orthopedic unit, and I was there for five years before I joined X10. I, I learned a lot in my experience there, um, especially working really closely with the orthopedic surgeons and the PAs. Um, being on the orthopedic floor, but uh, I, I really, I worked all throughout the hospital system. So I'm, I'm familiar with a lot of different areas of care for physical therapy and, and acute care in general, um, which really easily translate actually over to home health care, um, especially in the first few visits right after patients get home from the hospital. It's, it's very similar. Um, myself, I had, I've had two ACL reconstructions for my knee. One when I was 16 years old and one more recently in 2020. And they're both terrible. So I, I always tell my patients, I totally understand going through this knee surgery recovery process. It's not fun. I've been there. I have that experience. So it really helps me to be able to connect more with my patients to on that level. That's interesting. What happened? Why did you need those ACLs repaired? Well, the, the first initial surgery was after I tore up playing soccer in high school which after the repair, um, I was doing really well. I, I went to see a physical therapist and I was recovering quite nicely. Um, that's where I actually discovered the, the, the um, physical therapy just in general, where I discovered that. And I said, wow, they actually have a really cool job. They get to talk to people all day and, and go around the clinic and everything and see new people. And I thought that that was really interesting. So that's how I got into the field. Um, but after about nine months or so after my initial tear, or the, the surgery, I'm sorry, to repair it, I was working out and then went outside and it had just recently snowed and I slipped on the ice and just retoured again. So throughout the years, it was just a partial tear. Throughout the years, I just tore a little bit more here, a little bit more there. So in 2020, I went to a surgeon with the pandemic and everything. They canceled all of our elective surgeries in the hospital. So us therapists didn't have anything to do anymore. So I decided then was a good time to get my knee checked out. So that's when I had the second surgery. And, and this is all on the same knee? Yes. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. 
Well, uh, that puts you in a really unique position to be able to, as you said, sympathize and work oh, with yeah. people. Well, tell us about your role. What do you do for X10 Home Health? Well, for X10 Home Health, because I'm a physical therapist assistant, I am seeing patients for what I call their in-between visits. So the physical therapist will do their evaluation and their discharge visits, but I get to see them for all of the visits in between those two points. So I'm the person really that helps the patient get from where the therapist wants them to get to, from point A to point B, right? I'm that person that really helps them get to that point. You're the connective tissue, kind of make the thing happen. Yeah, yeah, there you go. For the knee patients, we're, we're seeing them typically twice a week to twice a week, if not more, if, if they really need it. Um, and then we're doing those telehealth visits in between. So with the X10, what's great is I know that they're using the X10 when I'm not there. I, I know that because we're keeping them accountable for that. Um, and with me being able to check in throughout the week too, with the telehealth visits, I can really monitor their progress and, and say, well, why don't we try this a little bit differently with your X10? Why don't we change this and see how that happens? And then when I come to see them in person, I can say, well, that works. So let's keep doing it. Or we can say, let's try something else. I, I really think that this might help you instead and, and whatever reasoning I might have for that. How does that contrast to not having an X10 machine in the home. If you're recovering from a knee replacement, you're using home care, what, what would the alternative to what you do be? So they, they would still get their therapy visits, the in-person visits, probably two or three times a week the same. Um, but there's, there's really no way to, to help hold the patient accountable, I guess you can say. Um, which, so really their recovery is, is up to them. It is what they put into it. So when you have the, the machine right there in your house, it's just so much easier for patients to be able to, to do therapy at their own pace, I feel too. Um, and because we're keeping track of everything and how often they're doing it, they are more likely to be an active participant in their care instead of just seeing a sheet of exercises and saying, no, I don't feel like doing that right now. What is an X10? What does the thing do? So the X10 is a device for your knee um, that's working your range of motion. It's pressure modulated. So you're able to increase your, your target angles in order to increase your range of motion, your flexion and your extension both um, at your own pace, really. So we, we like to try to do two or three degrees increase in each session as the patient gets on. Um, that typically sets them up for a great trajectory and, and their range of motion to try to reach our goals by the end of our home health visits. Um, but it, we also have those strengthening programs on the X10 too. So it's, it's really great to be able to see in the patients when they're writing in their logbook too, that they can see how much progress they've made just from, from the beginning of their recovery, from when we first see them to what they're able to do at the end of our visits. It's, it's really an excellent tool for them. How long do they have this thing in the house usually? Well, it's, it's typically about 21 days if it's a Medicare patient, or if they choose to extend longer, then that's, that's up to them too, which I, I, of course, always try to get people to because I think it's so beneficial to have it a little bit longer because as, as they're going, we obviously can add in more strengthening programs with the X10. So if they're able to do those strengthening programs for a little bit longer, they're able to get so much more strength in their leg. And it is covered by Medicare. 
really only where the radius of home health can go. So it's a small area that's sort of expanding. We're doing this recording in the uh, early, well, the middle of the year. It's it's June 2022. And so the geography limitations are really based upon the staff that we have. And that will expand in the state of Michigan as we can just get to people. But it is available in sort of core counties in southeast Michigan. And it's something that you use really only when you're home bound. Is that right, Caitlin? Yes, yes, that's right. So it's not available if you're ambulating around uh, for surgeries that are, you know, quick in, quick out, a little bit of swelling, go to the clinic. This isn't this isn't the right. It's not prescribable because home care is limited to, you know, you're homebound, basically. Right. Exactly. So it it has to be uh, a taxing effort in order for the patient to be able to leave the house after the surgery. So that would be making them homebound. Mm-hmm. Right. So the machine arrives at the home, you're, the, you have physical visits, you're doing telehealth, the machine is helping the person multiple times a day, right? How many times do they use it uh, in a day? Typically two or three times. I recommend three times unless I'm coming to see them in person because we're going to be doing um, other exercises and activities off the machine too. That way I can assess their gait their balance, all of their functional mobility, um, and anything that they might even be struggling with in the house too. So like I have patients that say, oh, well, I live alone and I really don't feel comfortable showering by myself without having anybody in the house. So like in that kind of an instance, I have just stayed in the house while, while my patient took a quick shower because she just felt more comfortable that way. So just those kinds of things too, that, that we of course would go over and um, getting in and out of the car to make sure that they are safe to be able to do that, to get to their next doctor's appointment, up and down the steps, everything like that. So two to three times a day, how long are the sessions, each one of them? So with your X10 session, your range of motion program will take you 35 minutes to complete. The first five minutes is just a warm up, And then the, the, Rest of the 30 minutes is you're trying to increase the your target angles gradually as you go. Um, if you do any, any strengthening exercises on the X10, that will take maybe a minute or two after that. So about, about 30, 38 minutes or so total. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And you, how long have you been at X10 Home Health? I've been at X10 since October 5th of 2020. Okay. So a few years. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Almost. Yeah. What have you learned about the program over those years? It's evolved a lot. It's a young company. It's, it has. It's, you know, changing and evolving and all that stuff. But what, um, what, are, what are your observations about knee surgery recovery? Has it changed the way you think about recovery? What are your you know, overall impressions, I guess? I think that it has changed even in the last couple of years or so that I, I really do think that it's changing. It's a very evolving topic as, as surgeons lose or lose, they learn different techniques. Um, they, they learn of different medications that maybe that they can help to inject in the knee to help their patients improve faster. Um, so it, it really is an evolving process. That's, that's really, it's, it has improved even in just since I started being a therapist at the hospital five years or seven, seven years ago now, oh my gosh, um, that it's patients now just do so much better. And I, I honestly think, though, it is a big part of the X10 that's helping our patients to, to improve so quickly, too, um, because they're able to gain their range of motion back faster and with less pain than, than typical therapy. So I remember um, when I was working in the hospital, before I even knew about X10 or what X10 was, I had a patient that 
they had just gotten a text from their coach, their X10 coach. And they had said, oh, that was so nice. My coach just texted me. I was like, your coach, you have a coach. What do you have a coach for? And they go, oh, well, it's, it's for my X10 machine. Have you heard about X10? And I was like, honestly, no, I have no idea what X10 is. And they were like, oh, well, you should look it up. So then I did. And, and it's been a great, great tool for all of our patients that, that I've found so far, really. So it's very exciting to be a part of X10. Oh, that's, it's really, it's great. Great to hear that. The, the truth is it is known only to those in Michigan because of Mm -hmm. their surgeons and because of the number of machines that live in Southeast Michigan. And then those around the world who are in trouble, because when they're surfing the internet or YouTube, suddenly it's, what is this X10? I'm in Utah. I'm in Idaho. I'm in South Florida. I need this thing. And, And it's, but it's usually people that are in trouble uh, that have not had a good recovery and they're desperate. So there's that category of people, which we do treat a lot of people outside of the state mm-hmm. of Michigan. But then for you, it's really all knee replacement, right? Is there any exception to that or is it always TKA? It's pretty much always TKA. We do have a few surgeons that are starting to do um, more hips that we, we have gotten a few referrals for. Um, but they, they're, I don't think that they had the X10 actually now that I'm thinking about it. Right. They were just our home health service. Because so, we, we do both with the service. Well, that's that's interesting to bring that up because we've been talking about the X10 knee machine and home health in Southeast Michigan. So X10 home health being a company that can deliver this to Medicare patients. Oh my gosh, all good. But X10 home health does other stuff beyond knees, like you're mentioning hips. Is, is hips the, the biggest of the other categories, would you say? Yes, I, I would say so. We've only had a few so far, um, but I, I know that we are trying to get more. Um, and then just, just really patients in general with weakness, that's, that's really who can benefit from the X10 because it is so good for, for working on your strengthening of, of all of your lower extremity muscles. So here's one for you. I don't know if you know this or not, you might, but, uh, there's a, there's a number I'll, I'll, I'll quote a number. That's a research number, which is 50%. They say studies show that people lose 50% of their strength about 30 days within a 30-day period mm-hmm. of their total knee replacement. And that's a devastating number. And it isn't that you can't come back from that. You can, mm-hmm. but there can be, uh, in my experience, at least my understanding, I'm not a physical therapist, but uh, in my understanding, it can be a long time to kind of regain that strength. Mm-hmm. And you've really set yourself back by losing all of that muscle mass or having atrophy uh, with the X10, it has strengthening programs, and you, you mentioned them earlier. How do those play a role in this in this 21-day recovery? I, they play a huge role, I think, because they they really give the patients a jump start to their recovery process. Because with traditional therapy, you you really aren't doing too much strengthening too soon in the recovery because it's that's just how that's just how we we've learned to do it, right? Um, you, you typically would start that when you go into outpatient therapy and, and using more machines and things like that. But with the X10, we, we have that little bit of resistive pressure with the isometric exercises and the dynamic strength. Um, and then pairing that with the concentric and eccentric programs, another way to work the muscle, um, those both can really build muscle mass after surgery too. So that's a, those are both great programs that I always encourage my patients to do them and make sure that they're doing them because they are so beneficial for building strength. So which muscle groups are, are, are you able to work with the X10? 
you're working your quads, your hamstrings, uh, your calf, really, really all of those bigger muscle groups in, in the lower extremities. And how soon in general, I know there aren't hard and fast rules, but in general, how soon after the surgery can you start that kind of weight work? Well, uh, we, we start with a gentle gentle approach first in the first week. Um, you don't want to do too much too fast. So we start with the, the pump test, which you're, you're applying all of your pressure down through the foot plate of the machine, um, just holding a few seconds and then relaxing. And then the calf strengthening exercise we'll do on the machine as well in the first week. Um, those ones, though, in the beginning, I always let people know it's really not like you're trying to beat your best score on the machine. It's really more for trying to move the fluid out of the leg um, versus strengthening so early. Um, but after that point, that's when I, I start to do the quad and the hamstring testing. We'll do that once a week. Um, and then two weeks out from surgery, we'll add in those concentric and eccentric programs. So those ones, like I said, are so beneficial for building strength too. Got it. Got it. So you sort of, it's progressive. You got, you get to the big stuff toward that exactly. last, the third week of the Yes. The yeah. Like I said, you, you don't want to overwork those quad and hamstrings because then you'll just set the patient back. And then it's, it's, you don't want to do one step forward, two steps back and, and try to recover from that. They might develop more swelling, which will then inhibit the range of motion. And we don't want to get into that. So it was a patient two years ago from Colorado. I don't remember his name who coined the phrase frequency, not force, mm -hmm. um, solving the problem with mm, seven to 10 second visits to a tight, but not painful place doing that a lot big breaks in between three sessions a day. And I remember that comment, what you've got there is frequency, not force. And with all that you know now, is that is that a decent description of what this thing does? Absolutely. Yes, I, I love that saying. Actually, I didn't know where it came from. I didn't know who said it first, but I use that all the time for my patients. Um, so I, I, you know, I think that is so beneficial to be doing it more frequently. And even with my ACL recovery, being a therapist, I know that using my leg and making it bend. So doing that more frequent is better than in using force. So I would, I mean, I would, I was honestly, I was doing my exercises for my knee pretty much all day long, trying to get it to bend and loosen and relax and, and things like that. So trying, essentially trying to re replicate what the X10 did, um, but without having one, because I didn't know about it at that time. <laughs> That's a, well, you know, it's sort of in its its growth stage. Certainly, and I think it still is. Of course, I think for the yeah. rest of our days, Caitlin, I think we're all going to be watching, calling this thing uh, something in its growth stage. It's going to take decades mm -hmm. to take on the world, but you know, it's, right. it's sort of one one knee at a time, or yes. sometimes sometimes <laughs> two. So, do you have many bilaterals, by the way? We have with our home health services. Yes, we have um, probably three or four now that we've had. Um, and they, they'll typically have the X10 a little bit longer. We'll let them keep it a little bit longer just because it is a tougher recovery having both knees done at the same time. So, is there anything you can say about that? Uh, I know I have my own opinions, but they're not like yours. You're a qualified medical professional. What do you think if someone says, should I do two? What kind of thought process do you go through when, when, when they ask that? Uh, it, it really depends on the person. That's that's really how I feel. Um, if it's if it's someone that's younger who's more athletic, they already have great um, great muscle in their legs that can support the joint. Um, then I think it's okay. I think that they're okay to move forward with that. But if it's somebody that's not meeting those criteria, I I don't think I would recommend it necessarily. 
I usually, well, I, I certainly agree with you, uh, if that yeah. means anything to anybody, but <laughs> I do agree with you. Uh, I will say that if a surgeon has given them clearance, that's a real good thing to take into consideration because oh, yeah. they say, well, look at your cardial, your, your pulmonary, your muscle systems. I don't see a red flag. Your weight isn't out of out of line. Things that the doctor will go through to just make mm -hmm. sure he's checking all the boxes because it's a little bit more demanding. It's a longer surgery. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. There's, a, there's a more of a demand on the body. Definitely. But if that's all been checked off and the doctor says, you know, you're fine, you'll do great. Um, for me, uh, if the patient's willing to do it, I, I'm all in. And the reason is, yeah, as you mentioned, it's a little bit longer, but mm -hmm. it's not a whole other surgery six months later to start over right. from scratch. And I've right. also heard, Caitlin, tell me this, see if you agree with this. I've heard that physical therapists might favor it if you're going to do two, because you can't cheat. You can't take ah, that's it with true. one knee, right? On the other. <laughs> what do you think about that? That's very true. Yep, that's that's a great point. You definitely can't fake it. And because you're you're you you don't have any good leg to support you. And typically, you know, you would really rely on that other extremity to to get you through if you're having a bad day or anything like that, but they don't have that option. So, you really can't fake it. Absolutely. You are listening to the Bees Knees podcast. We're here with Caitlin Gellin. Uh, we're talking about knees and recovery. We're almost done, but I do have one more question for you, Caitlin, and that mm -hmm. is related to something you brought up earlier, and it seems to dog a lot of recoveries, and that is swelling. And it seems to really gum up the works, but I don't want to put thoughts in your brain. W tell us about swelling, yes. managing it, the impact of swelling, what it can do if it isn't uh, under, under control. Tell us about this thing, swelling. Swelling. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's such a important part of your recovery because it is fluid that's bringing in all of these extra blood cells to help everything heal. But at the same time, it can really inhibit how much you're, you're able to get with your range of motion, um, your flexion, your extension, everything. And, and sometimes if it gets out of control, it just really will put you behind. So it is so important early on, especially to make sure that you are really icing and propping that leg up nice and high above the heart level if you can. Um, which some patients, they, they don't necessarily do that. So I really like to stress that having it above heart level with your, your heart flat um, really, really helps to get that swelling out of the knee. Um, and I think we, we've talked about this before in other meetings where even just two tablespoons of, of fluid or something along those lines in the knee can really inhibit how much quad strength that you have. So it is so important to get rid of that swelling as fast as we can after surgery. So icing, elevating, and moving the knee, trying to get it to move, um, bending, straightening, getting that fluid out of there, doing a few exercises to get it out of there too can really be so helpful to get rid of it. You are listening to the Bees Knees podcast. I don't like to be overly dramatic when, you know, talking with someone considering X10 or considering a knee replacement, but swelling is really where the, the is the chemistry where scar tissue comes from. If, if left yes. unchecked, that fluid, that edema, that it just hanging around long enough, it's laying down new tissue that is fibrotic in nature in that it's not bendable the body doesn't make bendy tissue it makes tough stuff scarring mm -hmm. if you look at a scar on the outside of your body it's the same thing that will happen on the inside and mm -hmm. that's where we have these as i mentioned earlier problems where people start calling uh, at three in the morning caitlin always they're no. on the internet they can't <laughs> sleep i feel so bad and in come these inquiries hey can you help me i live in la hey can you help me i live in florida 
uh, because uh, it's four, five, six weeks post-surgery, traditional mm. recovery therapy, traditional outpatient home care, whatever they have been doing, could be a variety of different things, isn't working. And now the doctor's looking down his nose at them saying, or her nose, saying, uh, this is not good. We need to do something yeah. else, potentially another procedure, dear God, um, if you can't bend that knee or straighten that knee mm -hmm. to a certain minimum level. And I get, you know, I, I, that's where the, the swelling thing that just, and when I, and Caitlin, when I'm talking to people in that scenario, uh, it's almost, not always, but almost always, the swelling is still there. It won't go away. When I go to PT, I go home swollen. I can't move yeah. for a day. There's this cycle that just, just they can't get out of. And I know that the X10 machine can jump in and solve those problems. It's not really the role of home health. Home health is all about the first three weeks after the big surgery. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, the, the incidence of MUA and problems with an X10 are almost negligible, almost non-existent. Um, so swelling is a, something that I hear a lot about, at least in my, in my world. Yeah. <laughs> so is there anything else, Caitlin, that we need to say about home health, X10 home health, Southeast Michigan, what you do, anything? Not anything that I can think of. <laughs> as soon as we stop this, you'll think of it. I'm oh, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, right? of course. Right? That's how oh, it wait a minute. Goes. PJ, what was that thing? <laughs> well, it's a pleasure having you here, truly. Um, you've got great expertise. It sounds like you're really good at what you do and you enjoy what you're doing. And uh, X10 Helm Health is lucky to have you. Oh, well, thank you. You know, I really, I just, across the continuum of care, I, I always try to treat my patients like they're my family, honestly. So that's that's really something that I've always brought to the table. I'll always bring to the table and, and really just, I want them to have the best recovery possible. So being able to work with X10 to be able to bring patients that I really truly feel like that's what we're doing here. So it's great. <laughs> you know, you, you said it earlier, you know, I, I, I heard about these physical therapists and they work with people all day and they can help them. Blah, blah, blah. Sounds like you've really made good on that, that desire to help people. So that's yeah, really thank awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here, Caitlin. Really appreciate it. Of course. The Bees Knees podcast comes to you from our studio in Lower Manhattan, New York City. We're here week in and week out shedding light on all aspects of knee surgery and recovery. To reach us, send an email to thebeesneespodcast at gmail.com.